This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Wednesday. Oh, excuse me, Tuesday. Tomorrow is, of course, Wednesday. I'm all, I'm all off days. Do you get you, This week, you've thrown off. off. I don't know. Especially because football was Saturday, right? Football was yeah. like the bulk of the NFL was Saturday, not Sunday. So, yeah. I'm, How I'm did off. you like that? How did you like that? All day Saturday, we had a few games that weren't weren't the best, but if you were interested, you could check out on uh, Sunday. We had a crap game last night. It was, you know, with no college football, I thought Saturday was pretty pretty cool. Just the way it worked out and didn't, you know, mess up everybody's Christmas. Yeah, I liked it better. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 if you give me the choice, I'd rather do that. You do the Christmas Eve and then Christmas is just a few games. So, weird weekend in terms of schedule, but – um, we are in now moving forward to week 17 in the NFL. All right, we got some college talk about, though. We got some bowls. We got to talk to our guy, Michael Felder, in the Bleach Show Twitter. He's joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Michael, welcome back to the show. We got four bowl games today. Um, one we were discussing earlier, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State. It's just. It, there's so much uncertainty in some of these games, right? Luke Fickle's walking around the sidelines, but not really coaching Wisconsin. Oklahoma State, a different quarterback. For you, what, what is the most challenging part of all this? Is it the coaching changes, or is it the players <laughs> walking in and out? <laughs> I mean, that's a great question because both can be true. For me, it's the players. Like, you get all set to talk about uh, Braylon Addison or to talk about Graham Mertz, and all of a sudden, both of those guys are gone. You got to make sure and figure out, you go to the game before that, when you got to figure out Grayson McCall. I know he's in the portal, but is he still going to play? What's going to happen with that? Holden Dollars, is he going to play? So it's been very, very just, listen, listen, don't, don't, don't cry for me, Argentina. But at the end of the day, it just, it is, a, it's a chore to figure out who's playing uh, and, and figure out who's playing now. Not we, we usually just worry about who is playing because they were going to the NFL draft. Now we got to worry about who's playing because of the transfer portal as well. So, yeah, I think that's a little bit more difficult uh, because sometimes you miss those things. And, and I listen, I'll, I'll, I'll cop to it. Sometimes you mi- I miss things, and especially if I don't have a show that day or obviously, as you guys were mentioning, going through Christmas Eve to Christmas. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but I had a nightmare tribal situation on the day, the, two days before Christmas. So it's like, or two days before Christmas Eve. So you're going through all these things. You might, something slipped through the cracks. At least the coaches kind of come up as a big deal. But a lot of the times when the players hit the portal or the players decide to, 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 to sit out, that doesn't always cross the desk until you go out and look for it. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into some of these games coming up over the next few days, is, you know, things are finally, you know, trying to ramping up here a bit in bowl season. Um, yeah. As far as the draft goes, 
and all these players that are not that are skipping because of the draft, which I certainly understand, are transfer portal. Sure. I mean, we got the coaching changes we're addressing, like with Michigan and Jim Leonard's going to be the interim guy today. Um, is improving stock in a bowl game with a bunch of backups is that still a thing for the draft now? I don't think so. I think that, like, honestly, I think it's a thing for the next season. And we saw it with, what, Marvin Harrison Jr. a season ago, right, against Utah. We saw him have a monster game, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wow, it's not just Jack- it's not just Jackson Smith and Jigba, who we didn't really see much of this year at all. Marvin Harrison Jr. has got the opportunity to have a huge year next year. So I think this is the way that we look at it. I, I-, I kind of look at it as a um, a prequel to spring, right? Like the the – the the, the the it's like the shirt before the shirt i don't know if you guys watch the jersey shore this is like the shirt before the shirt <laughs> so these guys are like this is the time where you're listen you you just wear your white tee right now but you wear it well you know that you're going to look good for next year and i think that's going to be the key we're going to get a lot of young guys to get a chance to play we're going to get a lot of guys who didn't get to play before who are expected to step into starting roles and we're going to get to watch those guys play and i think that's going i think that's becoming kind of the cool part of bowl season is seeing what's coming next. All right, before we go any further, you tell us about what happened with the travel. The travel travel stories around the holidays are always either either terrible or, or even worse than that. So you're back. Are you are you settled in where you need to be? You finally got where you what, tell us what happened. We're good. We're good now. I went to do, as you guys know, Wednesday was National Signing Day. I went to Chicago to shoot a show. Shot a show in Chicago. Shot another show, shot two shows in Chicago. My flight was for around one o'clock on Thursday. If you guys haven't, if any, if you haven't been stuck under a rock, you do know that Thursday is when that storm was moving across the Midwest. And mm-hmm. I literally said, you know what? I'm going to get up early. I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to be at the airport by nine to try to get on an earlier flight. But my one o'clock flight should be okay because it's not supposed to get really dicey until closer to two or three. I get to the, I, I am getting ready to get in the shower at eight in the morning. Bang. Notification from American Airlines, your flight has been canceled. I was like, what? And they, they gave me no options at that point. No options. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in the shower. I'm going to hustle to the airport. I'm going to try to get on an earlier flight. On the way, while I'm waiting in line to talk to the people, they, they move me. They get me a new, they, they automatically book me on a flight from at 440. From from Chicago to Dayton, Ohio, Dayton to Chicago, one hour layover. I say, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I check my bag, and then I I go find this weird part of O'Hare L L L Gate. If anybody's ever Terminal Three L Gate, I've never been there in my life. I've flown out. I've flown in and out of Chicago many times. I didn't even know this place existed. So I pop in there. I sit down. I kind of belly up to the bar. I have a couple beers and. At three something, boop, your flight's been delayed. Gets delayed an hour. And I'm watching other people's flights get delayed. I'm feeling pretty good about myself until it happens to me too. Flight gets delayed an hour. That hour delay means I can't make the connection. Looking at the flight options, the only options are for the next day. And I'm like, I guess I need to go to the uh, go to a hotel. What am I going to do? But I, I decide, you know what? I'm going to go to the gate. I go to the gate and... These two, listen, we stay in a short king. These two guys got me (laughs) situated. They put me on a flight for 8.30 direct to Charlotte. 
And I'm just waiting, hoping, waiting, hoping, waiting, hoping, waiting, hoping. We get all the way around to 8 o'clock where we're getting ready to board. We're good. I get on the plane. We're good. Plane sits there for about an hour. <laughs> uh -huh. But we're good. We get. I get home. So we end up leaving closer to 9.30. 9.30 was a two-hour flight. That's pretty limited. But I land around midnight. And then I'm like, oh, no, you know what I wasn't thinking about? My bag. I go to the counter. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I go to the counter. I say, hey, I got I, – luckily, though, listen, I'm a season – I've traveled a lot. I go there with my bag tag and my, and, my, and my boarding pass. She goes, okay, Mr. Felder, your bag is in Dayton, Ohio. It did make it to Dayton. The flight from Dayton to Charlotte has been delayed. I go, so when does it land? She goes, it lands in a couple hours. I was like, okay. She goes, you know what you can do is you can go home. And I did. I, I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's over. I'm going home. I'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. So I go home, <laughs> get up in the morning. The good thing is, is it's way different when you're coming home. and You have all your other stuff anyways. Versus when you're getting there and then you have yeah. nothing. Yep. Because I was literally like, man, if I have to spend the night, I, all my stuff is in the bag. I, if I have to spend the night, I've got to buy some new clothes. I'm going to have to buy airport clothes. And so I go back the next day. I get my bag. The saga's complete. It was, but I have never seen, and I guess because I never have done this big, this close to the holiday travel, I've never seen more people crying in the airport, more really? people fighting in the airport, more people yeah. yelling at TSA, gate agents, bag agents, the whole deal. Like just like it was it was a nightmare, like a the worst time possible for that storm, the worst date, the worst time for me to be traveling. It was a nightmare, guys. So yes, it was very bad. Uh, it, it took a few turns though, but it ended up with a positive start. Man, I hate that job. Like it's Guys, you know it's not my fault. Like, I don't want right. this to be bad weather, right. but we can't fly. Like, I'm sorry I'm, right. I'm delivering this horrible news. Uh, yeah, like the, <laughs> like, the, like the lady the lady at the baggage claim isn't in charge of your bag. She does, she's yeah. not doing anything. All she can do is tell you where it is. She's standing there. So be kind to those people. They did have a really big sign um, in Charlotte. They had a big sign that said, please be patient. Please be kind. We're trying, we're doing the best that we can. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Please, please remember that as well. Uh, we touched on Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, and all, yeah. every, all the moving parts there. But what about these other games today? Or if you've got something there, do you have a favorite game, a, a side that you like? We've got Georgia Southern, Buffalo starting in, uh, what, like another couple hours? Another hour. Yeah. Uh, Memphis, yeah. Utah State, Coastal Carolina, East Carolina, and then uh, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State late tonight. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. 
You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So for me, I, listen, I'll, 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 I'll second screen Georgia Southern and Buffalo, Memphis and Utah State, but Coastal ECU, that's going to go on the main screen for me. I am, if you guys know this, both of my parents went to ECU. That's where they met. So I am all, I'm all in on East Carolina. I think that they've got an opportunity. I think there's two things at play here. I want to see which one works a little bit harder. This is a game for me when I look at it. I think ECU wins outright. So if you're just talking about who do you take in this game, I think ECU wins outright. But there's this other factor to this game that I, I still don't know how to process. We referenced it before with Grayson McCall. This is the last game at Coastal. He's hitting the portal. Does this look like a game where it's like a hero's exit and then he's able to, to step up, especially because I don't know if you guys saw, but that game against Troy, he looked bad. So does he step up in this football game? I like ECU here, but Coastal, Coastal, I understand how, especially after watching some of these other bowl games, I understand how Coastal could be motivated to play in this ball game. And then tomorrow, I mean, Oregon UNC is very interesting for me. Um, obviously, uh, Oregon comes in a little more highly ranked. UNC bad skid at the back half of the year, right? Like they that that they had a really rough November. Goodness gracious! So. I'm looking forward to that one. And then Arkansas and Kansas, too. Uh, Kansas and Arkansas on that Liberty Bowl, um, are, I think they're both going to be a motivated team. And I know they lose Barry Odom at Arkansas. I think that um, we're going to see – I think that might be one of the best kind of not New Year's Six balls is that Kansas and Arkansas game because I think they're both going to be highly motivated. Fel, Michael, let's look ahead to to this weekend and, and the big ones, the, the, the college football yeah. playoff. Uh, the numbers haven't moved, right? We're sitting at seven and a half, Michigan over TCU, and Georgia, Ohio State is six and a half. Totals are very high, 62 and a half, Ohio State, Georgia, 58 and a half, TCU, Michigan. Of the all the potential, right? The dogs, the favorites, the totals, over, under. If you had to pick a favorite kind of side for one of these games, where are you as we look forward to the two big ones? I go over uh, Ohio State and Georgia. That's the first thing I would, that's the first thing I would touch. I, I think that Ohio State, again, we talk about motivation and highly motivated. Not, it's not just being in the playoff motivates you, but also we're talking about a team that got embarrassed the last time they were on the field. They got embarrassed, and they got embarrassed on both sides of the ball. They couldn't run the ball as well as they wanted to. Um, they're, all, they're, you know, they're, they're supposed to be Heisman Trophy quarterback. Did, he looked pedestrian. So I think this is going to be a game where they're going to find ways to, to get spots. And remember, the last time we saw Georgia on the field – Yes, they put up a huge number on LSU, uh, which was amazing, right? But they also got torched. Nussmeyer was out there, boom, 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 boom. And with the exception of even Keely Ringo got got, got iced a, a couple times. So the big thing for me is there's going to be opportunity down the field. It's just Ohio State can take it. But I do think we're going to see big plays from Ohio State. And then I think Georgia's counterpunch is not like clock-eating drives. Georgia's counterpunch is, guess what? We can also blow up your, your defense, too. So let's watch this happen. And so I think we see a high number in this football game. 
I mean, I, we're, we're looking realistically. This is a, what is this, a 38-35 game, which gets you clear of that. But the reality mm-hmm. for me is I, I look at it, and this is a game where we're going to see some fireworks. And then on the other one, TCU-Michigan, I my, my mind says look at the under. But, man, my heart's telling me to look at that spread. I think TCU's got some juice to cover it. I think when you've got wide receivers that are 6'5", like Savion Williams and Quentin Johnston, I, I, I really think that that 7.5 is in trouble. Because TCU – listen – this is a team that was undefeated through regulation. So we know they don't have a single game where they essentially, with the exception of the, of the Kansas State game, they don't have a game where they didn't hit that hit that spot, right? They knew what they were doing. And so the big thing for me is I think TCU is going to play them in a tight game. I also think Michigan is so risk-averse that TCU – and here's the thing. TCU, we know, is a second-half football team. TCU, we know, is a team that probes and prides. Michigan, also a team that starts slow. I think if you're TCU, I'm spending all my time right now figuring out a way to get Quentin Johnston ISO'd and give him some plays early so we can jump out the gate and then try to make them chase us. Great stuff, Felder. We always appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy what should be an awesome week in college football. Michael Felder on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest on the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in their bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. On the other side, we'll look at the playoff scenarios in the NFL and an absolutely wild story in Survivor from week number 16. That's next right here on the Beck All Network.